0: Thanks for joining us on Legacy Builders podcast. I just want to say thank you to those who have been watching us and say that we appreciate you. If there's any new friends here, welcome to the podcast. But yeah, dad, what are we talking about today?
1: Well, today in our relationship series, we want to focus on friendships. And um, we kind of, some of the people we've interviewed already, they've given some of their input on friends and relationships, building relationships with friendships. So we just kind of wanted to share our, our stories, our experiences, and kind of maybe hone in on a few things on specifically building friendships and, you know, and stuff. So I think, uh, I think it'll be good. You guys will be excited to hopefully help a lot of people. And um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think, and we're kind of just talking right before this, but I think friendship and the word friend can sometimes just be thrown around or confused I think maybe we um especially once you get out of college or um like you're young and you just think like friends are gonna fall in your lap like you're just gonna I mean I think the older you get and I don't know if this is true or not like the less friends maybe you have or like but the deeper like relationships you have I don't know what are your thoughts on that yeah
1: and, and that's what this episode's about we're gonna cover that. You kind of threw a lot of stuff in right at that in- introduction, so.
0: Well, you um, introduced it, so I was like, I just <laughs> <where> in. <it>
1: <laughs> right, so um yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about all that. I mean, I, I know as you, as you and I have grown and uh, talked about friends and, you know, as you're going through grade school and high school and transitioning to a new city and everything, and, you know, we talked a lot about friends and building friendships, and so we just, like I said, we want to share our story, give a couple thoughts, and just kind of by no means are we saying that we're experts and friends. We're just sharing from our perspective and what we've what we've heard people talk about that are important to them for friendships and, and friends. And we just want to kind of identify, you know, there, there's different levels of friendship. And, you know, we, we kind of want to talk about that to, you know, what are to find out what are we really looking for in, in friends. And so we're gonna dive into each one of those kind of little little topics and um.
0: Well, I'm ready to dive. I know, Madison always (laughs) wants to jump
1: right in the deep end and get jumping in. and.
0: I think for these conversations, it's so easy for me to jump right in because we like dive so deep within our own conversations that we have off screen. So it just feels so normal. Um, So I'm sorry, viewers, if I forget that I'm walking you through like our story and stuff like that.
1: Right. Um, And that's where Madison and I's relationship is at, you know, and we... I mean, we talk about this. This isn't new stuff. And there are a lot of these things that we talk about on the podcast. And even today that we're going to talk about our friends, these are, these are things that Madison and, and I, but Madison wishes that people knew, like it took me a while to learn this stuff and, and identify these things and experience them for myself. And now I in building legacy. I just want to, I just want to impart that information onto Madison and Riley and you know, in, in the next generation. and That's why we're doing this podcast. And we just want to in, impart this information to you guys. Again, not saying that we're right, not saying that we're better than anybody, that this is the, you know, the only definitions of friendship. We're just sharing what's worked for us and um, hope that it can help you and some thoughts and evaluations and overcoming some struggles because we're going to talk about there's, you know, how friends don't last forever. And there's going to be yeah. times where, man, I mean, you got to part ways with with friends and and um and stuff, and so we, we just want to share all that stuff with you guys, and and yeah, like I said, Madison and I, we we talk about this all the time. And so we get on the podcast, and you know, like off off session, we're like we can jump right in, you know, <laughs> and get these questions, and we just we dive deep right away. But we need to kind of build a little bit in this podcast and help you guys give a little background to what Madison's questions really are about before we just dive into the deep end. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess so. Like um, for me and like in friendship experience and stuff like that like I think it opened my eyes or first like when I first realized like how much effort goes into making friendships and like creating these deep like connections with people is moving to a new state where I know knew like nobody um and realizing that so many of like my good friends back from where from like my hometown like we were friends because we saw each other at school every day and so a lot of those we had some like very deep connections too and like um we're pretty good friends but I think when you're not in proximity and your friendship is based on that proximity like um it can that foundationally lasts for so long um in a friendship and so I think that was when my eyes first like opened and like I was even curious about this topic of like, um, how do I make new friends? Like, how do I, yeah, what do I do from here? You know, like, I don't know anybody. So now what do I do? Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the background of like, when I first got, like became curious about friendships and I think it's an important topic to discuss. I don't know. What about you, dad? Like when, what's a little bit of your story?
1: Yeah. Well, just a little add on to what you're saying, you know, just to give a timeline of what Madison's concern and kind of how this was a topic for her is, I mean, we moved to Tennessee in the middle of her senior year of high school. Now imagine whoever's watching this. Some of you are, you know, newer, closer out of high school, but just imagine, I mean, if you're you're leaving all of these relationships, these friends that you have built up all through high school and middle school, grade school, Now, all of a sudden, you're going to leave the state. You're not going to, I mean, yeah, some people deal with this when they go to college, but you're in the middle of your senior year. In Madison, we are moving out of state, leaving these friends and and having no one.
0: And I also, I graduated early. So it wasn't like I was going to a new school where I could like be around people and like make friends and stuff. Like I was, I was done. And I was like, we're going to this new state and what's next? Like, I don't know anybody. Like not sure what I'm doing. Like,
1: well, and you're a senior in high school and and most seniors don't know what, I mean, the next thing, the next thing in life for them is go to college. Most of, most of them, they still don't have it figured out yet what they want to do, but they just know the next step is go to college, but they still have these friends, but now, you know, you're leaving and there's, there's a lot of people that go to college and they're not going to know anybody. So they're going to have to make new friends even, even when they go to college. So now it's, you know, this uncertainty of you're not really moving to Tennessee to go to college. You're, we're just moving and you're leaving these friends that you have developed these. this And so there's a tearing away and the, there's a, an, an emotional, you know, ness that needs to be dealt with and in, in moving and breaking away from, from these friends. And so those are all things that we have to talk about and discuss. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think too, it was um, a little bit of a struggle too, like moving down here in the fact where I was ready to kind of, I have a lot of deep thoughts and I have a lot of like conversations where, and questions and curiosities where I can dive pretty deep in those, um, maybe with some older friends and stuff. So the only place like I knew where to get connected was at church. And at that time we were in a season where the young adults was growing and a lot of it was older young adults, um, and people, maybe not my age, they weren't like, People just graduating and stuff like that um but yeah I mean it's just it can be tough and so that's where I was like all right I have some questions I have some curiosities like let's talk about this topic on friendship and so maybe you're in a season where like me you're like oh my gosh now I'm out here I moved to a new state I am done with college I don't know how to make friends we're here to talk about it on this episode. <laughs> yep. We're going to
1: cover all that. So let's, so I guess, um, let's maybe start off, um, you know, before we get into, before we get into, you know, how to the, all the how to's and, and what have. let's, let's kind of talk about friendship in general, like definition of friendship, kind of, um, levels of friendship. Cause not, not all friends are are equal in our in our sphere. Let's call it m- maybe not levels of friendship. Let's call it um, maybe circles of friendship. Like if you took a bullseye and you have you have a close knit of friends, but then th- as you go out, you've got a, a larger group of people that you would call friends, but they're not as close as these friends. Right. And then you get another group and, and yes, there's another friend you're friendly with them. You you go and you hang out, not as much as these people and you're not as close as these people. And then you have this larger group that you're friendly with, you know. You don't. It's not that you don't like them. You, you know. You may disagree with certain things, and, and that doesn't necessarily constitute a friend or not a friend. But it's just the whole point is you have not maybe levels, but I don't know how to define. But just these spheres, these closeness. You know, as you get into this bullseye, you know. And so we, we look at things like you know everybody's familiar with Facebook or whatever they change their name to now. But um, uh, anyway you know, that Facebook calls them friends. Here's your, your friends list. And there's people that have 50 friends on Facebook, hundred friends on Facebook, 500, a thousand, 5,000 Facebook friends. Really? I mean, friends, are these 5,000 people really your friends? They're called your Facebook friends. What does that mean exactly? You know, so now we have friends. Are we going to make new friends and like somebody's post, and that makes us a friend. You know, we got to look at. You know, is that really misleading us to to develop this um, imagery? Yeah, what we're you gonna say.
0: I was gonna say, yeah, the idea that that's what a friend is, and you only to those friends specifically, um you only post your highlights, and they only see the good parts of your life, and they only see the wins that are happening in your life, because nobody really posts the. Insecurities and the hard stuff on social media. So, right.
1: Well, and most of the time, these are your Facebook friends are the people that like what you're posting. They like your beliefs, you know, because if you, by by golly, if you disagree with them,
0: <laughs> by golly, you've had a couple of people unfriend you for that.
1: Unfriend. <laughs> you know, now, click, you're not my friend anymore. I unfriended you. Uh, you know, I've had, I've had, close friends in my past who then all of a sudden over a political issue unfriend i've had relatives unfriend me yes because they didn't like a political belief my goodness and that's all see that's why i'm like is that all it is mm. friendship you know so i'm just saying it's just it's a it's a level it's a sphere right this probably most likely not the friend's that you're looking for it's not the friendship that we're going to be talking about right. it's not we're not looking to grow i mean if i wanted to grow my facebook friends list i could grow my facebook friends list you know that's not very hard to do and um but that doesn't you know it doesn't bring a need it doesn't fill a void in my life oh i can look and see i got five thousand facebook friends and whenever i post a cute post about myself you know 200 of them are going to like it is that really that's not what i need that's not what I'm looking for. It doesn't fill that emotional void in my life. Um, but, you know, so now we got to go to the, you know, I So just that's to,
0: not the friendship we're talking
1: that's about. That's not the friendship. But yeah. we just wanted to address that because, that you know, that is uh, a kind of a misnomer. Um, that's, uh, that's kind of why I like Instagram a little better because they call you followers. And that's pretty much more of.
0: They follow what you do. They yeah. follow
1: what you do. Right. Yeah. And that's more of an accurate.
0: They like to see what you're up to.
1: Right. You know, and so even, you know, in, in, in the closer sphere, and maybe it's outside of Facebook, I mean, you're still going to hang around people, whether it be a, a church or an organization. or Work. Well, work's a little, yeah, it could be a little different because it's a little more intimate, but I'm just talking about, like, even society. You're going to attend these groups, organizations. You're going to hang out with these people that you meet because they agree with you, okay? So there's this, there's this group of people that you're going to associate with, and you're going to call them friends simply because they agree with the things that you agree with. They like the things that you like. They do the things that you do, whether it's political, religious um, or non-religious, whatever the case may be. I'm just saying there's a group of people that you associate with and you call them friends. you are friendly with them. They're not enemies. You know, you're gonna get along and you're, you know, you're not going to have controversy. There's not gonna be conflict in, in, your, in your relationship with these, this level of people. All right. So then we go, you know, to the to the next thing. And you know, we see a lot of a lot of people, um, you know, in in somewhat, you know, somewhat m- maybe Madison could speak a little bit on this, you know, more because she's this is more of what she was going through. When I moved to Tennessee, I wasn't necessarily looking for Well a, you
0: had a friend down here.
1: I did. I have, <laughs> I have one friend down here. And, yeah.
0: You say that, but he was like a best friend. I mean, he was the best man in your wedding.
1: Yes. So like and, and you and have a true. close
0: friend down here.
1: And, and that's, a, that, and that's, a, let's make sure to bring that up later, because when we talk about that level of friendship, you know, just because I had a friend, and he was my best friend for a long time, and, but we hadn't talked, like, for years, because he is busy with his life, I'm busy with my life, but then there's a, there's a level of friend that, after years of not talking with each other, you get together, and it's like, you never missed a beat, mm. right, and, even though I was down here and he was my friend, and I was even staying at his house for several months, it's not like we hung out every night. Right? Rarely did we hang out, and rarely did we even talk. But we still had this closeness, and we were, you know, it's a, it's a different level. So yes, I knew somebody, and um, and which is reason why I moved down here. But we we still even right now we go to different churches. Not that I don't like his church. It's just we just, we just go to different churches and, um, yeah you know, I didn't move down here to do everything that he does. Right. Right. And yeah. so, um, I still needed to find a new group of people, but for me, I wasn't looking for just a place to belong. I was looking for a home. I was looking for, you know, specifically speaking, a church being part of a church organization. And so we have a lot of people And right now, man, I mean, if, if you're looking for a good church, you're listening to this, you're in, in Nashville, Nashville. Man, City Point is booming right now. It and is
0: so booming.
1: Yeah. And so we got lots of people coming in. And one of the biggest things that people, I talk to people all the time, and we're welcoming. We're I mean, we're rated probably one of the most friendliest churches in Nashville, I'm telling yep. you. And we just, you know, people are like, man, I just.
0: Pastor Joel would be so proud of you for saying
1: that. Hey, there we go.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're listening, <to> Pastor Joel. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh. But no, it's the uh, people are just, they're looking for a place to belong. And, mm-hmm. and they're, they're just like, I, they want to make friends and they will make friends. But most importantly, again, now we're closing this wide gap of just friendliness to now a smaller group of uh, associations, more mm-hmm. common associations, friends. So these are people, you, you don't want to be alone. You want to find somewhere where you can fit in. Right. Somewhere where you can belong. Somewhere that, that you, you have, there's room for you that you feel a part of something going on. And, um, and, and that's, you know, where a lot of people find that in, in a church or even now you have a job, you know, mm-hmm. let's get out of a church environment, but you have a job and you're working at your job and there's groups of people who you're going to gravitate around and you're going to start to, you, you're automatically fit in because you're hired there. So people have to work with you. doesn't mean you have to like everybody but there's actually, there's a belonging and you're working, there's a work environment. So now you get to know a certain group of people and, um, and you'll, you'll kind of get closer with a few of those people in work, but just like in this church environment, if you will. So now there's all of these people and you fit in, people are friendly, more friendly than the bigger group.
0: Yeah. You have more of a personal together, you talk with each other. Um, it's it's still pretty, I would say proximity based. Like yeah. you you have to be in the same room to like connect and be friends. You go to the you attend the same service maybe, or you attend you serve together on kids team, like yeah, all these kinds those kinds of friends, the friends that you see there on a Sunday, the friends you see at work and that you gravitate towards that'd be the next kind of circle.
1: Yeah. So you got your work friends, your, your association or in a high, friends, school setting. High, yeah, high school setting. You like, see them every day in class. Yes. Right. So
0: there's certain people in a high school setting that you gravitate towards or um, yeah. And that these are your closer friends. These are who you see. Um, yeah. Even in every, every class setting could be different. Like you have yeah. a couple of friends in this class setting, but once you leave that, you don't, maybe don't hang out with them outside of high school or school. It's just a class kind of you're friends with them, you talk with them type thing.
1: Yep. Yeah. That's another great point. Yeah. So now now, when now that you're in this class, you're in this church, you're in this work environment. So now these are people you see on a daily, weekly basis, right? Mm -hmm. And so now it's like, okay, now like you said, you you gravitate towards a smaller group of these people. So you're going to gravitate in the sphere. So now these are going to be close friends let's call them close, close friends. Mm -hmm. So you got close work friends. You got a handful over here at work. You have a handful over here at church. You have a handful at, at school, right? So in the class or you play sports. So now you're starting to, you know, you're, you're getting a a smaller group of people that you see all these other, Hey, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. We're friends. We belong to the same thing. We're working the same. Hey, how's it going? You're nice to them. You know, we get along. We're not there's no controversy, right? It's just, hey, what's going on? But then but then there's a smaller group at work, at church, at at the a school, at the organization you're involved in, neighborhood. Maybe it's in maybe it's in your yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. You know, you hey the you know, these are the
0: people that you like you hang out
1: yeah you start you start, you start, hanging start out to with. hang
0: out with you go to lunches together maybe or yeah and ultimately you, you yeah, guys that's all go like. to the movies together yeah. or like stuff like that
1: you actually get their phone number yeah now you, i mean these are the people now or your,
0: snapchat for the young or, ones. or
1: snapchat yeah <laughs> so you you have a contact it's just not a hey what's up? i mean you're actually having dialogue you talk to them outside of work outside of church so now you're having conversation outside of this sphere so now these are your close friends right? And then you're going to have like your core friends. So you got close friends and then you're going to have these core friends. I don't know. In my opinion- Or even
0: like your your group of friends, you all hang out. um, There Maybe there's a group of 10 of you, but maybe like two or three of them you're really close with. Right. Like you guys um, could spend like a whole day together or you guys like have had deeper conversations or stuff like that. Right. Yeah.
1: I was uh, one of my- one of my friends, he would always, he and actually, I don't know, he'll, he'll be on one of these episodes here. I had had an interview with him. Steve, he'd always tell me, I'd, I need to have at least six good friends. Because that's how many people it takes to carry your casket down the aisle. When, no, <laughs> he would always joke about that. But <laughs> um, but no, these are, your, these are your...
0: I don't know. Like If you plan to live a long time, I don't yeah. know that those friends can carry it at that age yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah oh man okay keep going yeah
1: but okay so these are the small group people, and these are the people that you're going to start you know when you go out outside of these organizations you're going to spend time outside you're going to actually invite them to your house they're going to spend time at your house around your family they're going to get to know personal things about you and there's going to be this start to get this dialogue where you know, there's going to be start, have deeper conversations. You're going to be vulnerable with these people. You know, there's at these different levels, there's, there's a vulnerability that you're willing to open up. You're willing to share There, you you know, go to church and everybody puts on their happy face, you know, Hey, yeah, nothing's bothering me. Sure. Every, every, everybody's got things that we're dealing
0: with. It's the people like, when they're like, Hey, how's everything going? You can actually tell them however, you're not just like, Oh, my week was good.
1: Yeah. Oh, it was good. Everything's going good. Like,
0: you know, you could just, you could go past that answer.
1: Right. And, and, and intentionally, you know, go, go past that answer. And because that's what you're looking for. That's what we believe people are really looking for this solid group of three to maybe 10 friends that you have in your life that's what, what we believe people are really looking for and i don't even think you need more i mean i don't have a need for more than that no and i did and that's what the you know as you know trying to you know as we're talking with madison through this transition that i mean really we're just looking for you know two three five you know some people those extroverts man they need 10 all right so introverts don't need as many friends but the extroverts need more friends and they're the ones that count the Facebook friends as a real friend. Is it like, yeah, I got all these friends, everything's a big party, it's so great. But uh so I can't speak on what extroverts need, but um
0: because we're both
1: introverted. We're both introverted, <laughs> right? Uh, but we're people and um, what we love people. Yeah. We yeah. like being around people, but ultimately we're introverted and our 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 um energy doesn't come from being surrounded by a large group of friends. It's not in quantity, it's in quality. Yeah. And that's where, you know, and and that's where Madison and I can, you know, we can dive into these deep conversations and and have a friendship even between dad and daughter. Mm. Okay. Uh, A healthy friendship. (laughs) I I say that lightly, but seriously. In our
0: parenting series, which is next. Right. um, Don't know if I was supposed to announce it right there, but um, there there you go. (laughs) we'll talk about parent- what that healthy friendship looks like right. because i mean ultimately your parent is the example of what a good friend should look like i mean if you're if you're in a healthy relationship in many areas of your parent kid like relationship then they should also be able to demonstrate what a healthy friend looks like um but we'll go into that another time right. don't want to talk too much on that cuz this is just about friendship and not necessarily parent kid friendships.
1: Right. Well, but that kind of takes us to the final, what we're going to call the final level of friendship. And it can still, this, this level could still exist with those three to five to 10 people, but it's this unconditional friendship. Mm -hmm. And it's a dynamic that, man, very few, I I believe may not even understand or be able to even experience because it's not as rare or it's not as common as you think. It's very rare to have these these levels of friendships.
0: So talk to us, like define that. What is unconditional friendship? What does that mean?
1: Yeah. So and, and we'll define a little bit. I like I want to table it for a little bit later because we're gonna just we're gonna jump. Can we take? We'll circle back. We'll circle back. <laughs> okay. We'll circle back on that. We're on a deep dive so fast. But <laughs> but that you know just could kind of bring a little closure to what we were talking about with this unconditional friendship and like this relationship with with um, parent daughter I have to be able in these unconditional relationship one of the components I've got to be able my friends need to be able to confront me if I'm doing something wrong there has there has to be opportunity and be allowed to have some conflict for the betterment of me I mean if, if I got something in my tooth and I'm going to the restaurant and my friend doesn't tell me hey you got a something in your tooth, you might want to get that out. Or I got a booger in my nose or, you know, something on my shirt. I would hope that my friend would come and pay, you know, and it's awkward. You know, it's awkward. You don't tell you, You sit there staring at people Mm -hmm. and they got something like, well, just tell them. Why can't you tell them? I don't want them to not like me. Mm -hmm. See? So there's this element of, You know, there's this element of friendship where, you know what? I might need to have a conversation and you might not like me, but I'm telling you it because I love you, because I care about you, and and, and I feel you need to know this. Somebody's got to have your blind spot. Somebody's got to have your back and be able to tell you some things that you might not want to hear and will love you anyway, in spite of whether you do it or not. And that's where a lot of times the kids the, in the relationship, in, in the healthy relationship, I, dad, want, you know, in developing this friendship with my daughter, I sometimes have to put dad hat on. And sometimes daughter may not like dad hat. And there's a risk in, in dividing that or breaking down that relationship if it's not communicated the right way, if, if, if it's not received the right way it could there's that risk of well they're not going to talk to me anymore and it's going to ruin the relationship so why mess with it
0: but that's why this is like a um also more of a core like this is the closer knit like this takes time to develop like this kind of friendship this kind of um yeah healthy friendship to like right off the bat you're not going to, if somebody's doing something wrong, no, like you have to build trust. There's like a process right. to it. Um, yeah, I would, yeah, it's just, it's different with the levels and where you're at in that friendship and relationship.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, so before we, before we kind of, cause that's where we want to, we want to spend the rest of our time, a good part of the time talking about that level of friendship. But before we do that, there's a couple things that we we want to address and let's call it seasons of friendship okay Mm -hmm. not not everybody that you're friends with today even in this core this close group of people you Mm -hmm. might not spend the rest of your life with this core group of people you might develop a good core group of people and a job transfer happens we move to tennessee i mean i have a new set of core people I still have friends that live back in Nebraska that I'm close with yeah. that we, that some of
0: these unconditional. Yeah. These
1: unconditional uncondi- friendships. I hold on to those, but there was certain people that I was friends with and we were close because it was within proximity. It was within groups, the organizations, the works stuff, the neighbors, um, even, you know, family, you know, mm-hmm. I don't talk to family as much as I do because we're not in that proximity, but there's some friends who I still talk to. And are building and, and, and carrying on that that relationship because that that that, that is it is those unconditional relationships that we still work on and, and you know that are important. When you find those, it's like finding a gem. Mm-hmm. And that's when when we talk about this stuff and we help you realize you can start to see the components in people and like hey, they have these components of a friendship that's rare that I want to start. I want to start building with, and I'll get into that with one, you know, a couple of the friends that I made out here. I, because I know what to look for when I saw that in some of these people, I'm like, they get it, they understand, and we have a great friendship right now, core friendship, unconditional friendship, and uh, it's, it's fun when, you know, and so Madison hasn't necessarily gone through that as much as I have over my years, so now when I moved to Tennessee, I've got, a, you know, that friendship already that's here, and I'm developing a couple more, but it's quicker for me to climb up that mountain in those friendships because you're knowing
0: who you're looking. Because mm-hmm. yes. I know
1: who I'm looking for. I already know the qualities of these types of people. Yeah. So when I see those qualities, I can hone in on them really quick, and and there and it still takes time right. because there has to be a building a trust, and there still have to go through the process. But we can go through that process quicker. Right. later in life where as you're new, you don't you're you're still kind of vulnerable. You need to you need to experience that. Right. And so seasons of friendship, not everybody's going to be friends with you forever. Why? Sometimes like for example, I mean I got a lot of a lot of Facebook friends, people I love and respect and close friends years ago in high school in, and after high school, college and and even you know early church friendships. People that I still respect. It's not that I don't respect them. We don't spend the time, but here's, here's one of the other things is especially let's even look at high school. I'll use this as an example. My great friends in high school were different today. Some of me, and I'll just use it me specifically. I'll put all the blame on me. I chose to go down some different paths. All right. And I made some life choices and changes that may not continue to work in that friendship environment that we had in high school. Yeah. I don't, they don't hate me. I don't hate them. Just the things that we had in common aren't so much in common anymore. And so it, it doesn't make me better and them, you know, bad or, or me bad and them better. It's just, that's just different. That's just the seasons of yeah. friendship. So you, you move on to the next sphere, you move on to the next proximity of friends with these new changes that you make in life. And, uh, I mean, it's just a myriad of changes, whatever, whatever it is. And um, so you make these changes and you develop a new set of friends, not poor friends, you get a new set of friends. And so there's friends you, that you're going to have, and they're going to go, they're going to come and go. It's a revolving door throughout your whole life. But along the way, you're going to find some friends that you're going to hold on. Well, to.
0: and a great example too, um, to show like it, that it's really truly not like good or bad or anything like that. I mean, once I feel like people like go through big life changes like getting married or having a kid like you Mm. try to find that common interest in your other friends right mainly and so um you may still have some like deep and close friends with people who are single or people who um yeah i mean aren't at that stage of life but i think sometimes maybe your friendships do revolve a little bit around that common interest yeah marriage or of age or of just the season of life that you're in
1: when you brought up a good point we just had an interview with with a couple that you'll be released here in a few weeks but um one of the things that that um, she had pointed out was that you know here you have a bunch of single ladies and they're all close friends and all of a sudden one of them finds a boyfriend
0: mm-hmm. and
1: now all of a sudden they disassociate themselves with this group of friends that they made
0: yeah
1: and it's like everything now revolves around this guy it's like, wait a minute, you need these friends to make sure you're not getting in with the wrong guy right. or girl, right. vice versa. You know, guys spend all this time around the girl and they forget the rest of their life. You know, they're all ooh, ah, over, you know, the guy or the girl and you totally lose focus. No, you need these friends to help make sure you're not getting set up for failure. They need to be Well, and I and tested. mean
0: that full, like, I think, yeah, your friends might change over seasons, but if you just built a core friendship with people while you're single, like, I don't know why you would want to throw that away. Right. Just because you get, you're in a different season, like of marriage, you know, like those core friendships are tough to build.
1: Yeah. Well, and,
0: and it takes time.
1: Yeah. And that does, that does change a lot when one of them gets married and they go off and now they have their married family and they're trying to spend time around couples there's like. Two of my solid friends in back in Nebraska are single. They're still single. I'm in that, that marriage scenario did not separate this friendship. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we still, and, and those are the guys that will call me out. They have no problem calling me out on, on stuff. And um, so that's what, you know, you still need those people in your life. You spent too, you invested too much time. Why throw it away over a guy, over a girl? No, build with it. Mm-hmm. You know, if if it naturally, you know, just, you know, goes grows away, apart. grows yeah. apart. No, I mean, again, there's a season. Right. You know, if the, if in the process of the season, things change and you go start going different directions, well, let nature take its course, but don't just intentionally, oh, I'm not going to associate them because now I have a relationship and you don't, and now I need to find relationships. Man, I that's a lot. I, I wouldn't do it. I didn't do it. I I, I wouldn't advise that. So again, seasons, they're, they're going to, your friends are going to come and go. They're going to help carry you to a different place and help build comfort, you know, in transition, you know, so like Madison, you moved down here, right. And you found, you found some friends Mm -hmm. and they helped in this transition to make you feel like you belong, like you weren't alone. You had something to do, someone to talk to. So you start this building of process and, right. Right. And so some of these people you've, you, you've hang on to some Mm -hmm. of them it it you know it didn't work out and you move to another friend and you start to meet new people and you meet new people
0: well and i think like you said too like i mean you could be one that's like developing this like core friendship you really connect with somebody you're hanging out with them spending a lot of time and life changes for them too just to be on the opposite side of like and they get a job in a different state And so now you got to work to keep that friendship alive if um, that's something that's important to you over phone calls and over things. Now that proximity is not there. So you've got to be very intentional with that um, and with those friendships that you build as well. Because, yeah, I mean, your life, your seasons change, but so do your friends. Their seasons change as well. And so yeah, sometimes they move states and you're like, oh man, like I really connected with that person and you can still, you can still keep that friendship alive. Um, it's, it's up to you on, on the receiving end of kind of what you were talking about as well.
1: So, yeah, so let's talk about, um, for a few minutes, let's talk about making friends, the beginning, beginning of new friendships, making friends, and then we'll spend the last portion of our time talking about this unconditional friendship. So, Making friends. Yeah, you know, how do you make friends? You're not an extrovert. You know, I, look, I'm not necessarily an extrovert, but I know I am. I mean, I, I am outgoing.
0: You have developed. I
1: have developed. Yes, I've intentionally become.
0: Yeah, intentionally developed becoming a, a people person. I
1: have overcome my fears of mm-hmm. talking to people. I'm. I mean, that's a whole nother story in and of itself. I was not one. I mean, I, I did not even. I did not believe in myself enough i couldn't even look at myself in the eye in the mirror that's how much i did not even believe in myself let alone go up and look in the eyes of a stranger and introduce myself i had a lot of fear of of rejection of meeting people and so that's a real fear guys gals it's a real girls boys you know it's a real fear that people have, so I'm not yeah. diminishing it, I know, I feel it, I felt it, you know, there's the, the extroverts, they, they, you know, they just are, are always bubbly, and they, they seem like they can, but no, but I had a legit fear, I had to overcome, and, and uh, meeting people, yeah. you know, and I had some people, you know, reach out, and, and help me out, and, um, and taught me how to make new friends, and how to, how to meet people, there's, I mean, a lot of good books that I've read, just, I mean, A lot of good books, how to win friends and influence people. Hey, that's a great book. Skill with people, another fabulous book. Just those two books alone will change your life. If you want to learn how to build relationships, you know, and and I've taught Madison, you know, I've helped her overcome that fear early on, you know, where I would, we go to a restaurant, for example, and I would, we would need some ketchup at the table. So instead of waiting for the waitress to come back, I would send them to go talk to a stranger and, and, And have them to order order some stuff or we go somewhere and i would just say hey go introduce yourself to this person so here's here's simply i mean how do you make a friend hi (laughs) i'm eric what's your name
0: madison madison
1: nice to meet you yeah that i mean a simple introduction right then and there i mean and then we'll go i'm gonna go through this i'm gonna go through this scenario because that introduction is for the most part easy and i don't think most people they just don't know where to go after that. Right. And that's what stops him like the awkward. Oh, oh, hi. I'm, uh, uh,
0: uh, uh right. Right. Uh, 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 after you say your names, what's next? Right. How what's do I connect next? with somebody then? That-
1: how do you have a conversation? And that's kind of how it starts. You kind of break the ice. Now, the good thing is you're not going up into the supermarket and saying, hi, i'm eric i'm sorry what's your name you know in in trying to make a friend at the supermarket no they're like i'm sure to get eggs and go home you know but,
0: like i mean it's also helpful to as like an introvert and stuff to break free from like what i love we had an episode um with dan and josie they said always ask the second question because right. you could make a friend in a coffee shop sure. or something like that i mean it's always like instead of just being like oh, hi, how are you today? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Good. You can be like, oh man, like this weather out here is crazy. Like, have you been on the roads? And like, I just, in the lows the other day, started a conversation with somebody about the weather and how they were at MTSU and where they were from. Like, so it's a very, to asking that second question and going from there, instead of just letting it kind of stay stagnant as an introvert can be hard, but in a supermarket or a low setting or like somewhere else just be friendly as well yeah like you don't it doesn't just because you're not trying to make friends there doesn't mean you don't have to be friendly like just be friendly to your cashiers your yeah. waitresses like stuff like that who knows who you're meeting
1: yeah and it's such an, an a low-key what i'm about to share with you guys is such a low-key opportunity you're not look i fear i feared rejection mm. I'm not asking, I'm not going to engage in a conversation that's going to get me rejected. That's the beauty of it. You know, so if I say, Hey, you know, Hey, great Madison. Yeah. Well, where are you from? So we, we, we go through this, what I, what I've learned and uh, have identified as form F O R M F. Where are you from? What about your family? Tell me about your family. You know, so that's the F you say, Hey, where are you from? Oh, I'm, I'm from um, N- Nashville. We live in Nashville. Are are you from Nashville originally? Where are you where are you from originally? Mm-hmm. Oh, I moved here from Nebraska. Oh, what really? What brought you here what from brought...
0: Nebraska? Like...
1: Now, it's like it just well what it brought you, you you just you're just being interested because the number yeah. one thing, listen, the number one thing that people are most interested in is themselves. If you're looking for a friendship, it's not all about you yeah. initially. Ultimately, you're going to find those people who ultimately do show that they care about you. Right. But in the initial building of friendships and finding friends, you're going to make it about them first before it ever becomes about you. Right. Okay. So when you're building friends, it's never initially about you. So you start getting them to talk. Where are you from originally? Really? What brought you here from Nebraska? Oh my gosh. Why well, came down here to build houses? Really? You're a home builder. Yeah. Wow, that sounds pretty interesting. Okay, so then that home builder. Now that brings you into oh, occupation. That's typically what brings somebody from one place to another or well, tell me what, you know, what 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 kind of work do you do around here? What do you um you know, what what do you where do you work? What kind of work do you do? You talk, talk, talk about their occupation. And then you talk about recreation, R. What kind of stuff do you like to do for fun? You know, when, you're, when you're done working, you know, and by this time, by the time you get to this R, and M would be just more. Hey, hey, we need to get together sometime. More. Hey, let's continue this conversation. We're, we're, we're out of time. We've been talking five, 10 minutes, whatever it is. Hey, maybe we should get together sometime. I, hey, do you want to get together? No, that's a rejection question, right? (laughs) Hey, we should get together sometime. Hey, yeah, sounds good.
0: I made that mistake in youth the other day. I was like, hey, do you want to go play this game? And they straight up told me no. No. And I was like, Hmm. I don't know how to continue the conversation (laughs) from here. (laughs) So yes, when you ask yes or no questions. Yeah. There's 50% chance you'll get rejected on that question. Right. <laughs> but if you ask where you're from, you're not going to get rejected. Right.
1: So now you, what happens is you're in this proximity. And again, most of the time it doesn't happen in a, in a store, but I mean, bu- some business relationships always happen in stores. And if you could get, I mean, I've, I've met some people, I'm like, if I didn't open my mouth and at least have a conversation, some people I'm like, oh, really? You did that? And I had no, idea. I mean, it's led to some business stuff and that's pretty crazy. It's open doors. You just never know who you're not talking to. and that's just another reason just to say hi to somebody but anyway um you're usually in this proximity when you're getting into this form conversation you're at church you're at work you're at you know then you start talking about kids you know, not all in one setting you know but now you know oh they're married they have three kids so next time you come to work and you have this opportunity to talk you're like hey so how how old are your kids what kind of activities do they do so now you're showing interest in them again Mm -hmm okay
0: they tell you where they're traveling like just keep a note of yeah. that like oh hey, yeah. like how was your trip to florida how was your yeah yeah just remember that means a lot to people
1: yeah so i mean then ultimately you're gonna find a way you're gonna exchange numbers and you know then you're, you're gonna have them over to the house or something i mean i guy we, we played softball together uh, another friend of mine drugged me out of retirement and played some softball and <laughs> You know, met a great guy um, on the softball team. Never met him before. He's new, just moved here from New York. You know, and and um, we just got together. You know, and just you just and, and now we're starting to develop another friendship. And um, it's just it's just fun to see how how it works out and um, interesting and where you know, where that's going to go. But then we had them over to the house. You know, ultimately it goes from this place to a, a more out to dinner. Let's go out to coffee. Let's get together. Hey, come on over for dinner. Let's get, let's you know personalize it. You know, then you're going to start being like, hey, you know, you start talking about issues. What do you think about this? What do you think? Then you're going to find the people that you trust with. All right. And so now, kind of in this concluding segment here, set you know a few minutes that we have left. Yeah. You know, let's talk about this. What people are really looking for, or and what we believe people yeah. are really looking for. And we'll just say, this is what we are looking for. Okay. <laughs> this is the level of friendship that we are looking for. And I believe I have demonstrated this. And I, and I say, I, I believe I can, I can get some of my friends on this show.
0: That's and, act, I mean, go back to, yeah,
1: you can listen to Mike yeah. and
0: Sharana and he talks about it. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. He talks about, I mean, I, I demonstrate guys, I demonstrate unconditional friendship. You know, you, you know, you, you're friends and they help you through stuff, but then there's stuff that happens and you look around and your friends aren't around to help, but some are. Mm-hmm. These are your unconditional friends. When, when, when life really blows up on you and you look around and you thought you had friends and then you look, then you're like, oh, here's the, here's the two that are still here. Mm-hmm. Those are your unconditional friends. And that's who I look for. And I know, you know, um, what the, I, I had one friend when I, uh, I met early on and, um, his, his daughter was going back and forth to, to college and the car broke down. I said, look, and we, this is like early on in our friendship. And, um, I said, Hey, just let me know. I mean, if you need me to, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll drive down there and pick you up. And I mean, this is like, I, I would drive two hours out of my way to go pick him up and help them. He's like, well, why would you do that? I said, because I've already seen you do it for other people. And I know you do it for me. And it's that level of friendship that you're looking for. I already know that he, if, if it was me, he would have dropped what he was doing to come two hours to help me out with, my, with Madison's car. He had an issue. And I said, look, I, if you need me to, I'll come drive. And it's like most people aren't willing to do that. I'm like, no, I'll come. I'll come do it. If you need something I'm gonna do it. I, I will sacrifice m- my time, my finances to help my friends. Those are the people but I-, I don't just I mean yes I'll help friends in general if that's but there's another level of friends that you will help do. you'll walk over broken glass because you know that they would walk over broken glass for you. see these are the friendships that most people desire. But it's so rare to find because people haven't grown into themselves to demonstrate unconditional love, to demonstrate unconditional friendship. It's more about them. I need you to be interested in me. Or if I need something, I need you to help me. Mm -hmm. See, this is what most people want friends to do is to meet their needs. But rarely do they look and be intentional about meeting the other people's needs. Oh, we'll give a little bit here when it's convenient. And again, I'm not saying this is wrong. I'm not doing this to pat myself on the back at all. I'm not doing that. I'm trying to encourage you to take your eyes off yourself and look at these other friends who have been there for you and start asking yourself, how can I give back to them? Mm -hmm. Start making it about them now. That's all I'm saying. Don't make it all about you. Is this friendship all about you? When was the last time you called them? When was the last time you reached out to them? Or is it always? Well, they have nobody's called me. I can't find any friends. You don't find friends. I mean, listen to any of our podcasts that we've done. Almost every one of them talk about you don't find friends, you make them. We're, We're talking about the same thing. You don't find them, you make them. If you're sitting here, you're like, man, I just don't, I just don't have any friends. Well, that's because you haven't gone out and tried. You have to put yourself in proximity. You have to open up your mouth and start dialogue with some people. And start to figure out, well, how can I help them? Instead of being like, I'm the one that needs all the, I'm the needy one. You
0: have to invite them.
1: Yes. (laughs) You have to invite them. You have
0: to invite them. You can't expect that invitation. I think that's something that I've struggled with sometimes is realizing like, oh, like, no, like it can be hard work. Like you've got to invite them. Like, I mean, it doesn't just happen. Um, They have lives too. Like they get caught up in stuff too. Like. You yep. Gotta invite them. Like if you want this friendship to work, <laughs> you gotta make it happen. My,
1: one of my other good friends down here, we we start, we were working together. And um and we you know, we got to the point, you know, again, casual, we're building dialogue, building relationship, and then now so now I'm going to the next step. Hey, let's go out to lunch. And we just never, I said, look, I said, I'm gonna keep inviting you to lunch until you go with me. As said, like it or not, we're going to lunch sometimes. <laughs> You're just gonna have to deal with it.
0: Because you saw qualities in him. I saw quality.
1: Are. I saw qualities in him that I wanted to be around. And I knew that he he had gone through some hurts and some stuff. And we just needed to break. We, I did, we just needed to have that breakthrough. We went to lunch and it just it opened up a whole new hymn. And um, we just we've been, you know, developing that friendship ever since.
0: Were you also, do you, I don't know, in friendship, do you need to be the one to be vulnerable first as well? I mean, like and open up. I mean,
1: if, I mean, if need be, I mean, I wouldn't say that being vulnerable is a necessity. I mean, it, it will come, but, uh, you know, again, it's, um, I I would say like, I I've gotten to the point and I, I teach, I teach Madison this, we talk about this all the time. Like the the highest level of, of discipline is self-discipline. I don't need other people. I don't need to open my life up you know, the highest level of accountability is self-accountability, in my opinion. I mean, I love having the comfort of having guys around me and the qualities in them that will call me out if I'm doing something wrong and they will challenge me and re- and, and we will have a mutual respect for that. But I'm not in a position where I need, need to be vulnerable. So I, don't, I wouldn't say that the vulnerability part of it is a necessity right away. I don't know which one comes first that they may have a need that they need to be like, Hey, I got something. I can trust you. you they might see that trust in me and be able to be vulnerable with somebody they've never been, they might be the one to step out first. Yeah, I might not need to be the one to step out and be vulnerable, but it might be. I mean, there is that, there is that first, you know, just like the initiation of, Hey, let's go to lunch. It's, Oh, wow. This is like, it's a next step. I mean, it's almost like, wait, we're, we're dating, you know, yes. <laughs> It goes from the work environment, right? The the boy and the girl are in a work environment. Hey, do you want to go out sometime? Oh, now it's starting to get real, right? Oh, we're going out on a date. The uh, same thing in friendships. I'm just being serious. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing in friendships.
0: When I mean, you take it from your regular environment, yeah, it becomes more real.
1: Yeah, it becomes more real. So I mean, it's a commitment. You're like, and that's why people, oh, what if I get hurt? Oh, oh, do I want this commitment? Do I want to build a friendship? Because my last friendship. This guy, I put a lot of trust in and he flaked out and it, it impacts your other friends. I got some other friends that they had a bad experience. I mean, with another guy, like super bad, like it just wouldn't, and it, it it affected his other friendships and we had to have a talk about it and we've overcome that. and He's overcome that really. I, I can't blame all my friends for what this guy did, but it had an impact on him personally, which then impacted all of his friends. And so there's there's that vulnerability like okay now i'm building a new friendship you know if i build this vulnerability again in this level Mm. am i going to get hurt again as a friend somebody could you know you build this vulnerability and then they use that information later against you Mm. Mm. i mean you know we don't want to deep i mean deep dive into that you know let let nature take its course
0: yeah i know it. i mean that's, <laughs> that's loaded but i'm just saying that that's
1: the ultimate in my opinion you know that's the ultimate um you know friendship, I- friendship yeah as as it's as as i let's say without getting into a biblical friendship of uh one laying his life down for another this is a this is what we'll call that the ultimate friendship not the unconditional there i mean yes that was an unconditional friendship but that was the ultimate so right that's a, we're not even we're not there but I, I believe that people are looking for a level of friendship that people can trust 100% um they see the character and you get to that and it's rare um I, and again if you have close friends that is awesome i mean that that is very very valuable too mm-hmm. i'm not trying to diminish that i just wanted to at least talk about this other level that i've experienced me personally people have, I mean, one of, one of the guys that I had on here on our podcast demonstrated this unconditional friendship to me. I I saw it and I felt it. And I knew what that looked like now that I could demonstrate it to somebody else and, and multiple people. And so now we have this, we have this new level of friendship. And I just wanted to expose that and say, look, you can get there. And it's a, it's a great thing.
0: Yeah. I think one of the things about the unconditional friendship too, like I know that you mentioned, but just to reiterate that is that like you have part of the unconditional is there's no conditions. So if you give to them completely and they never give that back, well, there's not supposed to be any conditions. Right. So, I mean, if you like help them through a hard time and like are really there for them when life gets really tough and you do some things that like, you're just there for them. And maybe they don't reciprocate. I mean, you're still yeah. an unconditional friend.
1: Yeah, there's no expectations right. of reciprocation.
0: But if you're doing it only for the return, like that's not really an unconditional friend then. Right. That's not you being an unconditional
1: friend. Right.
0: And so I just think, yeah. Yeah. Unconditional friend means no conditions.
1: Right. And I mean you have you have other friends. I mean, here, here's a here's a crazy example. conditional friendship you have um the friend has a party and you give the friend a gift they didn't send you a thank you card oh my gosh and you talk about that well i gave i gave this to this person and they didn't send me a thank you card back they didn't say hmm i mean unconditional friends don't don't do this right you know i I mean that's
0: well not to hold thing too that's yeah, with giving it's, like
1: yeah there's
0: it, a, a condition to that gift that you're giving.
1: Right. Am I against if
0: you buy them you know, a coffee or buy them a lunch? Are you keeping track? Are you keeping score? Right. It, like yeah. if I buy you dinner this time, I, I expect that they're gonna buy dinner next time. Or if I buy coffee this time, I expect they're gonna buy my coffee next time. Like that's right. condition, that's tallies. That's
1: yeah. It, it's sees. I mean, everybody goes through seasons in life. I mean, a friend may be able to help in this season, but may not be able to help in the next season. Right. But they're not expecting that to be returned back to them. No, you give because that's your your friend. Right. I'm helping because you're my friend. Yeah. And we, you know, and we all want to be able to, you know, provide that. And again, there's people that you know are friend. You're you're outside of your sphere. They're friends. You see them struggling. It's you know, a, hey, a one time help or something. And it's different than this friend. I mean, you're willing to go that extra mile. Mm-hmm. And and that's why, I mean, you have just, it's just a small group, a smaller group. Mm-hmm. I mean, three to 10. I mean, as I'm counting in my head, I mean, I don't think I would, I don't think I would count over 10 people in that, you know, I haven't sat down and counted up, but you know, I'm just in, in my brain. I mean, I'm thinking that, you know, uh, you know around 10 people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean, Jesus had 12. I
0: don't know. One betrayed him, too. One betrayed him, yeah. So, yeah, 11. Example of a non-good friend.
1: (laughs) So. So. Well, yes. on that note.
0: um, Yes. If you guys have questions about friendship or, like, curious about anything regarding this as well, like, send in those questions. Um, DM us on Instagram. Message us on Facebook. Like, comments, email, like, whatever questions you have just let us know like we'd love to jump on like a live or anything and talk about these questions as well so yeah any last thoughts or friendship or
1: no i think we covered quite a bit i'm i trust that you guys have learned some stuff and at least uh, appreciated some of the stuff that we shared and uh, we appreciate you we appreciate you guys um you know tuning in staying with us liking subscribing our episodes sharing them with your friends your facebook friends (laughs) share them all over the place but it's going to help people and this is what we're all about we just want to help people we want to help you build a legacy that will last and uh, we just we thank you for for subscribing and supporting us in all the ways that you do and so uh, until next time on legacy builders bye for now
0: Thank you guys so much for joining us today on the Legacy Builders Podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you are notified when a new episode is posted. Now go out and take your first steps in building your family's legacy.